Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. My name is Gonzalo and I'm joined by my brother Tiago. Welcome. And um, as you can see today, we only have one microphone. It's kind of, you know, <laughs> low budget, but we forgot the other one. We're going to do like that. And what I want to talk about today, because both of us just finished the, and I'm sure some of you guys have seen the Avatar, The Last Airbender. It's been, you know, really trending nowadays. And both of us, coincidentally enough, finished at the same time. And so what I want to do today essentially is just go over some of the lessons of the show, the main ones, especially because even though it's a kid's show, you know, supposedly it's on Nickelodeon, I, I feel like if it wasn't on Nickelodeon, you would never, you know, feel like that was a cartoon for kids. You would always feel like it's a more adult show. And with that in mind, it's a show that deals a lot with, you know, struggle, internal conflict, pain, um, even problems with success and failure and all that. And I just want to touch on th some of those lessons. But before we get in, uh, I must start with like a recommendation because it's such a nice show. And for both of us, it was a show that we started when we were kids. Because I was seeing like th the show first released on 2006, the first season. So that's like 14 years ago. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, it's great to start, you know, from when we were kids. We're more into like the, the action scenes, the fighting, all that. And now watching it as an adult, you kind of realize why it's such a good show. Like all the meaning behind those fights as well. Yeah, it's. I think with these cartoon shows, these are the ones that really stick with us. And uh, the most popular ones, you see like Spongebob and uh, Avatar, Samurai Jack. All of these iconic cartoons, they stuck around for a reason. I think it's they managed to transition from children to, to adults and both of them can enjoy it and this is one of those things i think it it's amazing because i experienced it for the first time not the first time i also did this with samurai jack where i watched it as a kid and now i finished finished it as an adult this one is even more special to me than samurai jack because we really followed uh, the avatar religiously when we were children we watched almost all of the episodes we just like i think we just missed the like really the final this final like uh, the final episode, the four-part episode, yeah. and it's incredible watching it again and now taking all of the lessons from it, all the, the life lessons that you pick up along the way, this is, um, it's amazing. Yeah, truly. And uh, with that being said, I want to start, uh, I wrote here, you know, just three things. <laughs> it's not like these are big notes, but just three main topics of, in my opinion, like three characters that had the biggest character development of them all especially too where you see you know the villains become in essence heroes uh where it was prince zuku he was after the avatar which is the main character and for him to have his honor restored he would have to catch him or you know he'd, he'd forever be banished and he could not become the could call it the king and it's a really interesting journey and i'll start with zuku with that because it is a journey of like he was a person who and you can see in like flashbacks where he was a decent person before all of this um maybe he had like high ambitions and all that but even when with the scenes with his mom and all that he was like a more gentle kind of type of person that at least was learning and then this whole situation happened where um he got banished this his father fight fought him and he kind of so like his honor go away and then it's so interesting to see how you know you start with him as just wanting this avatar thing just wanting to to catch him then 
he's always struggling with that, always very anger, always very raging. And then when he doesn't get it, and then he's even further banished where that wouldn't even solve it to a certain point, he in a way finds himself lost. And even when, um, I'm kind of scattered here, but there's this great scene where he does the right thing, where he kind of lets the avatar go, um, where then he has like this, th how they show it in the show is that he, he's like in a fever dream type of way where he's struggling with, because he saw himself a certain way, and then he does something that it is still him, but it's just been buried for a long time, like the good action. And so he sees himself conflicted, kind of like battling with both sides. And what I like is like, even though he kind of becomes good in that part, then he's tempted f by the dark side again, and then he falls again. And only really in the end, you see the full transformation. And number one, super well done, because he built up the super nice. But it's also more like how it happens in real life. It's not like, I feel like a lot of times in these movies is, um, and in these shows, it's, oh, they, they have this transformation and then they're good forever. But even in real life, it's like, okay, you can change, but you can still fall in back into previous bad habits and you can still fall into, you could call it your previous self. And it's not always this effort transformation as they show in the movies where, you know, just one moment you're bad, then something happens, you're good, and it always happens like that. I feel like it's truly the, the yin-yang where, and there's even a lot of that in the show where, you know, you always have both of those things within you, but like him, like Zuko, you always choose also which path you're going to choose within that. I think the show really makes it clear that it is a choice. That's the, I think the main character arc from Zuko is, is basically that, is saying you have the choice. No matter what you think your destiny is or what you were meant to do at birth, there's always a, a chance for you to, to change it. And as we see him do uh, along the series, he, he thinks he wants one thing, the avatar, then he, he changes and he kind of relinquishes that idea and even gets physically sick because he, he loses his, kind of losing his purpose makes him phys physically sick. Then he has to find something else. He even has to kind of figure out a new fuel when he eventually yeah. tries to be good again and teach the avatar a, a firebending. Yeah, right. he, he has to find a new source of fuel for his life because his purpose his purpose used to be moved by anger and and fear and now he, he needs to find a new source of purpose and i kind of relate to this i think both of us when we started this kind of self-help thing and and trying to change our lives it's very easy to be motivated by anger and and by shame and things you don't want to things you don't want to have in yourself and so you use that as as fuel and i think Many people do this, especially like in, in my reality, in going into the gym and kind of learning from that space. A lot of people are motivated by not by wanting to be healthier, wanting to like trying to reward their body for like just by because of what it likes, but because they're trying to punish it. They're trying to they come from a mental space of like, I'm ugly, I'm fat. I deserve this pain in the gym and this is like something it can get you results i'm not gonna lie it can get you really fast results even but it's like you said you, you can't you can't keep on, on on doing that forever eventually your fuel it disappears you can't fuel yourself on anger and fear eventually and like zuko your fire will run out and you will have to learn fire bending all over again so you'll have to go to the prop process all over again and it will be more difficult so try to find it earlier yeah, and there's even this great scene I was forgetting when they're in the beach as well. And like where Zuko, in essence, because then he came back and he got everything. He achieved everything he always wanted, but then he wasn't happy as well. Like in that scene when he, when he comes back and 
and then he, in the the beach scene, like he's so angry, and they're asking like, "Who are you angry at? Is it me? Is it her?" And he's like, "I'm angry at myself, because if you're, I feel like it's twofold here. First of all, he knew he did the wrong thing, so you know by doing the wrong thing, you're always gonna be, even if that's gonna give you results. If you deep down know that's not again, you know, according to your moral code, you're always gonna feel bad regardless of how good the result is. And then the second is, if you're fueled by anger, you're always gonna need more of that." Like in the gym, if a, like a lot of these pursuits, people are motivated by running away from something and not really wanting to face that. A lot of times even going to the gym and losing weight, for a lot of people can be just not even looking at yourself that way and just kind of running away from that figure that you, you were or that you are and just trying to get to a, a more slimmer, more healthy, um, even healthy, more fit body, just the looks of it, just so you don't have to deal with the shame and all that that's maybe not being attractive or being fat meant and it's not the thing of like it's the opposite of i love my body i love myself so i want to do this and it's more of the i hate myself so i'm just going to run away from this problem whether that is by you know not doing anything and running away from it or even going to the gym that can be a way of running away from it as well like not really facing that issue and the show really shows that well when zuko has to confront that and he decides to leave because even though he got everything he wanted it wasn't the right way. He became. He was gonna become Fire Lord eventually, when when his father passed down to him. If he kept going, but it wasn't the right way. And then it's so nice to see that at the end of the movie, he does the TV show. He does become the Fire Lord, but in the right way possible, and in the way that was according to his moral code, and that you know then made him kind of find peace with himself. And throughout this, uh, and I want to shift here to the, what I would say probably my favorite character of the the whole TV show which is the person that helped Zuko kind of really helped him have all these realizations and give him a different perspective. You could say it was his father to him, which is his uncle. It's called Uncle Iroh. So you heard <laughs> you know it in the show. And this, in my opinion, is probably one of the wisest characters in any TV show because it's it's done in a way that is not, you know, it's, it's not like he's this guru in, on top of the mountain just spitting advice. He's a very down-to-earth person, very nice but in the right moments gives this these bits of advice that are so needed and uh, and i want to touch here on an episode where it's called the tales of bussing say or just essentially you know just a few stories of each character and one of is is just like he going around town helping everyone you know, making the kids happy even helping some robbers that was stealing from him find the right path you could say but then at the end you see that him like kind of going up a mountain and setting a picnic a tribute to his son that died in the war and singing a song and crying uh and saying like i think some something along the lines that why couldn't i help you and you see that a lot of what he's doing is is because he kind of regrets um because i i do believe his son died in the war that he was waging and so he feels responsible for that and it really gave him a different perspective and so now it's kind of one of those things that He's trying to fix himself by fixing the world, by doing good to the world. He's trying to do good for himself, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's also my favorite character. I think it's it's really very difficult not to like that character. And I also like it because this is, uh, even going back to Zuko just for a bit, the way they show it is so good for kids because it's really teaching that there are some weird feelings that they're acceptable. For example, the scene in the beach where it's like, it, it's a really uh, huge build-up until he finally says, "I'm angry at myself." Because yeah. and that's, yeah. and that's I think the way they do it. Because for kids that's strange. 
for you to be mad at yourself. Yeah. Usually, at first you learn, I'm mad at him because he stole my ball. I'm mad at my mom because she made me have a, a shower. And those are like normal feelings for, for ki kids. So like, even when they're all asking, what are you mad at? Who are you mad at? And yeah. it's just like, it's so confused and eventually admits like, out of desperation, I'm mad at myself. And that's like, the, that's the way a kid learns, you know? Because it's not an obvious thing. For us adults, it's an obvious thing. We, we kind of know that we can't be mad at ourselves. But for a kid, it's like a huge realization. It's like, oh, yeah. I can do this and, 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 and it's maybe not right. And so that's just a, one thing I wanted to touch on. But then going back to Uncle Iroh, I think it's such, a, such an awesome character. And like you said, it really brings you down to earth because you see that it's not like a perfect human being. It begins the series being fat and he's always lazy trying to play chess. And, and you know, it's... That's what make it makes it so relatable. But in the midst of all of this, he even goes, he's going on a quest with his um, nephew Zuko, which, is no, which he knows is wrong. He knows that ca capturing the Avatar is wrong. So he's there. There's a little moral, like, um, gray area for, for Uncle Iroh. But it's also good how they, in, in Avatar, they do this with a lot of characters, especially with Zuko and Uncle Iroh. They're, they claim in the beginning that their destiny is something, and then they reveal it to be something else but very similar so for Zuko his destiny was not um, capturing the avatar but was to help the avatar bring ba balance to the world so the parents were the the paths were interconnected with Iroh he, even that the, in the last episode he says that he had a vision where he conquered Basing Se which was a city and in the end he ends up conquering it but for the other nation for the for for the good for the good guys and so it's amazing how they they do that and it's also like a I think a good reflection on on your own life that sometimes you can have these these goals and that you end up figuring out that they were wrong but they either l led you to finding out the good goals that you now have in life the good path that you are now on or that can eventually lead you to that so it's like i think i remember being in this like position where i'm like uh, i feel like there's no purpose what do i have to do where is my purpose what is my purpose and this is a question that can haunt us if if we let it but i remember reading man's search for meaning and he phrased the que the question in a different way like it's not what is my purpose but what is life asking of me yeah. and that's just it's i think it's a, a good comparison because it's l just like they shifted their purpose just by per perspective their pur purpose was something but seen from a different perspective you too can see that in real life. You can alter the perspective on what you think is your purpose, on, or if you don't know what is your purpose, on the question that you are making, and eventually find the right thing. Yeah, and, and all of those, it's very interesting to see, like you were saying, because in a way they knew what the destiny was, just in a, a different way than they expected. Because like Zuko, his destiny was the avatar, but not to capture him, but to help him. And like... Uh, Uncle Haro, it was Basing Se, but not to capture it for the Fire Nation, but to reconquer it back from the Fire Nation. And yeah, like you were saying, in a way, I f you know, I feel like in real life it doesn't always play out like that, because in their cases, what life was asking from them was very similar to what they initially. It was very connected to what they wanted initially, and sometimes, you know, in in real life, there's things that may or not, at least I feel like, are not always connected, or they don't feel always connected at first glance. But it, yeah, it's such a much better option to just ask what you need from it. Because, and I see this so much on even, you know, questions to the page or videos on YouTube where it's like, not so much like what's the meaning of life, but oh, what do I decide what to do? How do I pick a path? Because I feel like everyone wants to, to in a certain way, to be very good at something and to pursue something. 
and you know they see people are very good at something that are like you know athletes or musicians or artists and you i feel like everyone wants to be that good at something but not but it's very hard to find the path you want to suffer through to to maybe get to that or to get to some level of expertise at because there are so many options and then so often it's just much easier to kind of sideline here to just always have you know having all your options in front of you and all the potential in front of you but never committing to one or you know or even if you try one you're always like mm, but maybe i could do something else and then never actually fulfilling any potential in any of them and just like always going through life like that and i feel like this show kind of i feel like it's so inspiring for all the characters because they're people in the show that commit to things like even though zuko was for the wrong in the beginning he was committed to that thing um you know you could see uncle Lara when he was in trying to busting say in the beginning it was that at the end he was also committed life or death the avatar um they were all very committed to what they were doing life or death and you know in their show it's like it's kind of given to them that meaning like life very clearly gives them that meaning but for us you know like <laughs> there's no war in our civilized countries right now there's no there's some problems you know um that a lot of times give meaning to people you know in america stuff with the black lives matter with the sometimes even a lot of could be politics problems stuff like that but at the end of the day you kind of have to find that meaning for yourself and the best way is like really like you said you know asking what life need like what it really needs from you because a, a lot of times i do believe we know and you really know but a lot of times it's easier to just push it down and be like mm, but no maybe i think i should study for three more years and kind of think about this a bit later or um you know kind of second <laughs> sideline here i feel like a big reason why people study so long even after their bachelor's or the first three years of university and go into like more advanced a lot of times not always but i feel like a lot of times it's because just a bit of a delay until you actually have to go into real life and be an adult and do stuff because because until then like the meaning is kind of given to you it's like oh you have to finish this but when you finish that there's you don't need not only you don't need to do anything but you could do everything as well you could choose all these paths and i feel like that a lot of times is scary and it really leads people to um, you know run away from that which i kind of want to transition into the the last character i want to talk about for now which is the main character ang and i didn't even had written this down so ang is the avatar He's the person that's supposed to bring balance to the world. Um, you know, almost like if you like Star Wars, like how Anakin was supposed to bring balance to the Force. And and initially, he found out when he was like, like what, eight years old, something like that? Or no, no, when he was 12. But then he, but then th there was a lot of pressure put on him. And so essentially he ran away and he kind of got frozen under the sea. And that's what led to, you know, him being disappeared for a hundred years and the war lasting a hundred years because he wasn't there to restore balance. And in a way, as you can see, Aang in that initially, he was doing that. He was running away from from his purpose, which led to a lot of problems outside himself. And it's so nice to see as well, because when you're presented to him as a character, he is a child. He's just making jokes. He's, he's like a 13-year-old. Like, he's just fucking around all the time. But the more it progresses and the more it becomes clear that how serious it is the consequences the more he grows as well never losing that side of you know playful and all that but he really grows into a very responsible person he kind of accepts that faith that has been given to him like the meaning the um, 
purpose life was asking of him and he commits fully to that not without his you know any you know without the ob certain obstacles all that that he had to overcome and but eventually at the end and i'll let you touch on some of the other points i want to touch on the last one which is after all this training after all this struggle he then f faces the fire lord and really at the end he's winning and he could kill him he could essentially just end his life and end the war but he had been struggling with this scenario which is he didn't want to kill him because that didn't really go along with his moral code which is a life is still a life no matter how bad in his you know in his mind it didn't give him the right to take that life just because he felt that he was bad he, he just felt he couldn't just go around killing people he felt they were bad and so what happens is such a, a nice ending in my opinion which is he kind of confronts him by kind of touching in his forehead and in a way what happens there's like the two spirits of them like matching each other and where he had learned that if he was to do that and win that way his spirit would have to be uncorruptible so he'd have to be very pure in his intentions what he's doing and it's such a dramatic moment as well where he starts to lose and like at the last moment he, he eventually does win and he won by sticking to his moral code by doing the right thing because otherwise he would just be like Zuko where he would have achieved what he wanted but not living according to his moral code and he'd probably be very conflicted until he died and so I feel like it's a good contrast of those two very different that you know both ended up really following what they believed was right despite what everyone else around them was saying essentially and I also want to say that this is true for almost all of the characters their purpose is always difficult for Sokka and Katara the companions of the avatar they have to leave their home and basically go yeah. uh, like leave everything ever known to travel with the avatar to go eventually s like face a fire lord so this yeah. while they were still kids for the then on season two they find Toph this blind girl she also has to leave their house and yeah. their parents so it's always uh avatar like you said the the fight is like basically the, it's a physical representation of how hard it is he for him to not kill him he has to when he they think they call it soul bending or bending person but like it's something like that and he has to take away the powers from them but like you said only if he's pure enough so this isn't something easy you know it's not like in the show they almost show him be, show him being corrupted but then he, he resists and for Zuko it's turning away from the Fire Nation and going to s save the Avatar even uh, confronting his father and and having this kind of mini fight with him so for each of these characters their purpose is always hard for Uncle Iroh he, he goes in jail and he has to work out in there and eventually break out it's not like it's something that's easy for you to to follow your purpose and accomplish it it's always something difficult and that's something good they, they do in the show that it's like I think it's good for kids to know that it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy to do, even like you were saying in the example of people going to college, you know, and you may be afraid of going to the real world, and that's supposed to be like that, you know. You are going to be afraid. I'm almost going into the real world, and I'm also afraid when I think about it. But you know, it's it's part of the journey. You can't get really any. It's like kind of a cliche, but you know, it's no pain, no gain. You know, it will always be difficult but also it won't be as difficult as you probably think it will you know if you're just trying like when you're trying to find a job or something like that the first day is going to be terrifying but once you actually get there you notice that it's not that terrifying as your mind makes it out to be and so there's a you can take lessons from both sides you know it's going to be difficult 
it's not going to be as difficult as Aang or, or <laughs> leaving your parents' house and going all the way around. You know, it's not like going to be in the Avatar. It's going to be slightly dis- uncomfortable. And but that's I think what's also what held helps people back is like the slight uncomfort uncomfort in their lives. It's like the book, the the War of Arts, when he says that the that little force. I don't know what he calls it right now, but there's this resistance, the resistance. He calls it yeah. the resistance, which is basically that there's always something inside of you telling you, "Nah, just leave it for tomorrow. Don't do it." Like he even says this amazing quote: "The what kills creativity is not saying that you won't ever do it; is that you will do it tomorrow." Yeah. And that's basically what what people do with their lives. You know, yeah, exactly. you don't say you're not ever going to to get that dream house. You say you're going to do it sometime. You don't say you are not going to uh, learn that sport. You say you're going to do it sometime. It's always s- the sometime, the vagueness that kills, kind of, kind of kills your dreams. So it's also for you to recognize that uh, you know there's a limited time on this earth, and that vagueness you can't keep va- being vague forever. Eventually, you have to do something, or I- you eventually realize this because if you live long enough, you 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 know that you've been telling yourself a lie for long enough. You eventually realize it. Yeah, totally, and. I feel like we can end on that. I just want to just a few like additions here. Like a big one is that there's to also realize, you know, the show perfectly shows that sacrifice required because there are some things you need to kind of sacrifice. You can't be, you know, have the comfort forever and then achieve the things you want. You need to sacrifice some of that comfort. Sometimes, you know, maybe a lot of times like leaving your parents' homes, maybe not so dramatic as I never even thought about that until now, how they show, you know, a normal young adult's progression in the show, but just in a more dramatic fashion of leaving the house, going for a purpose outside of hopefully what people are just telling you all your life, something you actually find meaning and purpose on, dealing with all the struggles. But then on the good side, as the show shows in real life, there's people there that are always going to be there for you, helping you as well. There's people on the same path that also want the same as you and you know are going to be your friends, like you see on Avatar despite all that happened and he could only do that because of the people around him as well it wasn't something he just did alone and he was just like i'm the avatar i'm gonna do all of this and it shows a lot of the i feel like the virtues one needs to have that it's not only being strong and being like a man like manly it's also you know being able to rely on others to to be vulnerable and vulnerable when you need to be all of that and i want to end by just recommending to everyone's watching go watch this (laughs) <laughs> go watch the avatar i know it's on netflix right now so i don't even know if you have a free trial or something you can go watch that on netflix i don't know if it's on anywhere else right now um but yeah you can go do that other than that we'll see you guys next week and yeah see ya bye bye